We're going to come back to spend some time in, in worship. It's so key, critical that we access the presence of God. And in a bit, we want to hear, uh, like I forewarned you last week, we want to hear um, what you've got to thank God for. Um, I want to hear what God's been doing. I, I want to hear. I'm interested to hear what's God been doing for you. I'm interested to hear what you would thank God for. The difficulties. Last week when Dawn was talking to us, we were looking about thanking God. Not always in the, in the best of times. It can be very, very real. Perhaps times also of miracles and provision and healing. I want to hear about that. I'm interested. Look at me. I'm interested. <laughs> Tell me. If you also think you might be interested, could you please stand up? Okay. Could you please just take a moment to look around and see how many people would be interested in what you've got to bring in terms of the goodness of God. Please sit down. You know, it's a great place to share something when somebody is really interested. Not when somebody's doing this phone thing where they pretend they're listening to you, but they're not. I declare that's the height of rudeness. I want your full attention. But this morning, if you care to share something, you've got the full attention of all these beautiful, intelligent, good-looking, wise people. What an audience. Wow. Let me share something with you and then let's come into a time of... Just praising God and worship. Psalm 91 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Hmm? Anybody like the sound of that? Anybody agree with that? Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Hallelujah. And you know it goes on. We've been reminding ourselves that when we come together uh, to worship, we want to ascend the hill of the Lord. We want to come to that place where we're, we're more conscious of God than we are of one another or even of ourselves. Just caught up in his presence. And that's part of his provision, and part of his promise. Remember, we've also been saying... It's actually the plan of God that we enjoy that. We delight in his presence. You know, the old idea that if you enjoyed it, it can't be God. Uh, that, 
praise God he delivered us from that nonsense. But we must never dwell in that. This is, this is our enjoyment. There is no greater place than being in this place of the presence of God. Way above singing songs and just using words. We don't want to use words when our heart's not in it. So we're going to ask again that God will awaken our hearts so that we can come into this place, this shelter of the Most High, this safe place. I know that I've been hearing that the songs that uh, Dawn used last week, uh, some people are struggling to kind of get them out of your mind. They just keep on coming. So we don't want to get them out of our minds because that's truth. We want to reinforce it. So we'll, we'll use them this morning, but we're going to use one um, that we used last week. But as we do it, let me just turn you to a verse from Psalm 46, but I'm going to read it from the message. God is a safe place to hide, ready to help when we need him. We stand fearless at the cliff edge of doom, courageous in sea storm and earthquake, before the rush and roar of oceans, the tremors that shift mountains. Jacob wrestling God fights for us. God of angel armies protects us. I want to say again that as we come to him today to affirm his strength, his care, his love, and our utter dependence upon him. He is a safe place to hide. There is a place in him where we turn aside, a place of security, a place of rest. And brothers and sisters, that's what God wants us to enjoy, even as we come before him at this time. Okay. It's a bit of a change, isn't it? You're not such a nice-looking person opposite you. Um, okay. Oh, um, so, Sue, your eldest son, Dylan, is 10 years old and he has severe autism. He's going into year six this, this year. Um, one year ago, you had a dream about Dylan and you felt God was speaking to you. What was, what was that dream? I know it sounds a bit bizarre, but this is how it was. I dreamt that he was flying an aeroplane, which is quite a scary thought. But um, <laughs> but then the ending was that it disappeared out of the sky and uh, and he was gone. And and I, you know, if I have a dream and it really disturbs me, I always kind of say, you know, what is this dream saying? And it is often the way that God speaks to me. And I just felt it, it was like a revelation of, of God saying, you can't keep him safe. I think up until that point, I thought... You know, if I'm if I'm strong enough, if I can run fast enough, I can do whatever. I can keep him safe, and it was a revelation that um, I can't keep him safe. So you started looking at residential care um, yeah. a, a year earlier, and you found a really nice place in in Swanage that you felt was the right place, and you yeah. started with the process with the local authority. Tell us about that. Um, yeah, so we, so we started this process. We went to look at a couple of schools. One of them looked... <laughs> one of them... <laughs> this is Leo. This isn't Dylan, by the way. <laughs> um, I... Um, 
then it's going away today because he's leaving at Lifeline. Yeah, so one of the, I'll try and be quick. Um, one, one of the things that really got on paper, but the second place, we went into it, I just, Anna and I both just felt at peace and we just kind of knew it was the right place, but they had kind of warned us and said, you know, it's going to be really hard. Local authorities don't like our prices. You know, you've got a battle ahead, basically. So in, in June, you didn't have a decision, but then there was, there was a big old turnaround and some funding was agreed. Um, but they'd s still suggested another school at this point, is that right? That's right, as part of their process, they can't just agree to things. So they, so they said, um, you know, you've got, to, you've got to go and look at another school because it's their right to kind of, but we still felt that, you know, the one that we'd seen was the right thing. But I just need to say at this point, you know, it, it wasn't looking good at that point. Um, it, you know, I thought that we might have to, you know, really fight, you know, didn't want to go to an appeal. And, and one of the verses that just, kept coming to my mind was Psalm 37 that says, he'll make your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. And it was just almost as if, you know, humanly, I just can't fight this. There's this big system, but, you know, God's going to just, you know, our cause is going gonna, is gonna to be so obvious um, to, to the local authority. And So was it two weeks ago they made their yeah, decision? They they agreed that that Dylan can um, that uh, can start at this new school, and um, we're obviously very sad, but at the same time really excited because you know we know that we know that God's you know ultimately you know he's our son and but he's actually God's son as well and that he has a plan for his life, and one of the and, and one of the other things is that one of the missing pieces for us was that you know, he didn't have a church down there, you know, how is he going to, you know, be around Christians, but through a contact of mine, um, who's got family down there, she said, we've got a church down there, and they've got links with the school, and your son will be able to go there on a Sunday, and, um, you know, I just want to thank God that, that, he, that he's got the best plans for us, <laughs> and for our children, even when we can't give it to them, and that he's gone over and above. He's got a really good school to go to. And I really believe he's going to have a really good life there. Thank you. Yes, this God of ours can do a better job than even we can. He's a safe place to hide. He's a rock. Uh, he has a provision for us over and beyond what even we can do. Let's just pray. Father, we thank you for this provision. We know the, the tearing and the difficulty and the torment of it, but our choice is to trust you. We register again before you. Lord, we'd love to see the miracle of your complete deliverance and healing for this precious child. Lord, we rest this matter in your hands and we ask, Lord, that this be a time of peace upon the family, a time of assurance, a time of finding a trust in you and a time of making provision your way for Dylan. Amen. Did you want to take a chance to thank God for something?
could be good, could be bad, could be indifferent. But if you're thanking God for it, then a lot of people said they wanted to hear it. Do you want to hear Andy? Yes. There you go. First come, first served. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, anyway, I'm really glad that Sue uh, did that six uh, Monday club was one of the things I wanted to really give thanks for. Uh, for me, I had a frozen shoulder for about five years, and Ben and Jack, on the end of the Monday club, prayed for it, and obviously you can see now it's wow. absolutely fine. The other thing, I just wanted to commend the young people that did this. They had an exam at Mayfield. They'd had exams all day, and they finished late, yet yeah, two of them still came down to the Monday club. Yeah. And I just think it was just absolutely just yeah. the young people. Mm. And the last, well, two more things, a bit like licorice all sorts. <coughs> what God has done with the kids in Invaders this year is staggering, absolutely <coughs> staggering. Those people who seen them around, you know, I think you'll just be amazed at how they've grown. The last one, I'll split my head open, see my scar? And uh, if anybody wants to know how I did it, I'll tell them. It was very interesting. But uh, Tesco's car park, blood dripping off the end of my chin, and uh, uh, I think it was a Hindu family just came and they made sure I was all right. Uh, Caroline took me up to the a uh, accident emergency and when I went in I started my stopwatch because I've heard about <laughs> A&E <laughs> and uh, it was uh, how many minutes do you think it was from when I went in there till I called Dave to give me a, give me a lift home what do you think John it's about normally about eight hours uh, it was 47 minutes wow <laughs> Well, there's miracles and super miracles. <laughs> um, first off, thank God for my dad because, yeah, he's brilliant, as you've just seen. Um, secondly, I'll try, it's a bit of a long story, but I'll try and keep it as brief as I can. Um, yeah, definitely keep it. Yeah. Um, so I've been on a course uh, for the last year and a half, social work course, trying to be a social worker. Um, and basically, funded by three local authorities. The idea is you train with one local authority, get a job at the end, happy days, they pay for everything, you know, bursary, that's good. And it was really, it came at a time when I'd just been made redundant, really felt like it was what God wanted me to do, and yeah, that's been really great. However, towards the end of the course, this thing about the jobs at the end. Um, so uh, basically, they started off saying, yep, should, should have jobs for you, yep, that's fine. Then halfway through, yeah, yeah, we might have jobs for you, yeah, yeah. And then uh, about March time, yeah, sorry guys, we haven't got any jobs for you anymore. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was my local authority. However, the other two local authorities, which are two of the furthest south boroughs in London, um, said, okay, that's fine, you know, you can, you can come and work for us. Kind of said, it's a bit far, I don't really want to. And they said, uh, no, you've got to work for us, otherwise you've got to pay back every penny that we've paid for you, which was £22,500. Um, I was a bit stressed by this and quite sort of... Basically, there was a lot of wrangling going on for a while, um, but cut a long story short, really, um, we, uh, I had an email through this week from them saying that under no, con under no circumstances will we be asking for the bursary money back. So, uh, yeah, I just want to thank God for that, because uh, those of you that know me, it's been a real stress for me. So, uh, yeah, thank you, God. Good. Let's just remember... 
Now, don't think me harsh, but you've only got 30 seconds each. All right? So think carefully what you're going to say in 30 seconds, and I will cut you off. I'm in authority here for a moment. Hey, do you remember that first Tuesday prayer a little while ago? We prayed for... Do you remember that old offering prayer we prayed? Yeah? Any significance to what we've just heard? See, we've got to be looking, God, God providing in all sorts of different ways and directions. 30 seconds. In April, we, we went to the, 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 the marathon. And I was influenced by the wheelchair races and I thought this could be me. And um, I, I was looking around at different clubs and I wasn't getting anywhere. And, and eventually I found a club in, in Tottenham and on a Sunday morning. And I spoke to, 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 to the Garlands and they said, you can't go on a Sunday morning. <laughs> and so I prayed that I would find a club that meet on Saturday morning. A week later, I had an email and there's a club in Marland. <laughs> so uh, on Saturday morning for an hour and a half. Okay. So when do you do the marathon? I'm not doing it yet, <laughs> but I will do it one day. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised knowing you. <laughs> what do you learn from that? What do we learn from that? Important to recognise spiritual authority in the form of... Was it the garlands? Or oh, There's lots of... Authority and some of it is spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty seconds. Hey, hey, well, well, what's going on here? Right, that's the quota. All right. No, you're, you're right. You can see it. Yeah. I just saw Lisa sneak up there. What is this? Apart from David and Andy, it's all your sisters. Men got nothing to thank God for. You're taking up my time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <coughs> but this is the joy I decide. <laughs> okay, work had been terrible. I was thinking of running away to join a circus. It, it was intolerable. <coughs> um, I thought you were already in the circus. Yes, I am. But mm. um, it, was, it was grim. And I came into church last Sunday and God said to me, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I thought, I've got the wrong yoke then this isn't working. So I went out for prayer at the end um, and a couple prayed for me and uh, one of them said, this week is going to be totally different. God is going to break through. Didn't he, Margaret? I'm not mentioning any names. And it's going to be transformed. And that's been my experience. I can't tell you the difference. Everything that's been tricky, I, instead of trying to wrangle with it and work it out, I've said, God, how on earth am I going to do that? And every single time, time after time after time, God has provided. So I still am in the right place, but I'm working in a different way. And I am so thankful because if you're working in the NHS, you need all the help God can give you. Yeah. <laughs> just just one question. So I'm not picking up anything externally changed. Nothing. It was worse. The demands for okay. me this week were worse than they have been in the previous three weeks. But with God, he was my strong tower. I just want us to catch these things because 
often when we're hearing and giving thanks to God, we're also receiving that which God would say to us. It hadn't changed. I thought, I just wanted to check with you, I hadn't missed. Nothing had changed, but something had changed far more important in for Kim. Excellent. 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> I just want to thank God for his rapidity, uh, you know, being very rapid in answering my prayer. When my mum died at the end of March, a huge void was left in my life, and I prayed, what am I to do now, Lord, with my time? And um, I prayed about this, and I brought it to my house, house group, and they prayed for me. And a few weeks later, there was an um, article on the news page of my computer um, talking about carers and saying that doctors needed to assess them for stress and depression and that each surgery needed a carer's champion. And as I looked at it, I went, yes, I want to do that because I'm quite used to being a carer. And I brought it again to the house group. They were really excited. And I wrote a letter to the... Um, doctor's surgery in Green Lane and I went last Thursday to have an interview with the practice manager and to the patients forum and I am now the, par- the cha- carer's champion for that thing. It's, uh, it's really intriguing um, because we know that God has been saying to us that in terms of this present thrust into the community there would be a whole variety of innovative and, and different things and it's it's just another one of those it's very very exciting that God is opening up doorways uh, many different doorways for us to be showing the love of God in the community um, I just want to thank God that I finished my NQT year this year at school and did you get the sack? <laughs> <laughs> no, nearly did um, No, but more than that, I just know that God has placed me in that school and Mm. the things that I've seen happen, particularly in the children in my class and the relationships that I've been able to develop over this year have been really... I know that he's placed me there and um, that I'm getting married soon and that God has given us money to be able to buy a house, which we never would have ever dreamed of. So I'm really thankful to God for that. Um, In January, my best friend was diagnosed with cancer, and it was quite a horrible time. But um, because I'm only working part-time, it's meant I could go to every single appointment with her and her chemotherapies. And she had to have six chemotherapy. And we were really excited because it was going to be the last one on Thursday. And she was so excited that it was going to be the last one. And then she had her blood test and her bloods were really low. They had to be 1.5 and they were 0 point something. I can't remember. And she was so disappointed and I was really disappointed for her because it would have delayed it and delayed her going back to work. So I asked a number of people to pray. Steve and I prayed. I text Rachel and Caroline. And then the next morning, she had another blood test, and her bloods went right up to 2.5. <laughs> and she just said, well, the nurse was just like, this is incredible, I can't believe it. And I just said to her, well, we prayed for you, didn't we? And she said, oh, thank you so much. And she had her chemotherapy, and I saw her last night, and she's not feeling too bad, and we know she's on the road to recovery. Great. Excellent. Um, at the start of 
oh, I think last year, we, Rebecca and I, we put together a thing called Kickstart the Future for Good Mays Primary School. And um, it has not been easy. So if I said we sailed through it and it was fabulous, my nose would grow. Um, but anyway, we persevered and persevered. And I think the crowning glory was on Thursday. Um, the two ladies that we only had two ladies, and I thought, if they're determined, they'll do this thing with them. And it's really crossroads plus mentors and a project. And um, one of the ladies, she brought her sister to her, our graduation barbecue. And her sister said, I just want to thank you because she's changed so much. Mm. And the support that you've given her. And so it really made it worthwhile. But all that stuff that we've mm. gone through and mm. are going through, it's been worth it just for that moment of saying, mm. she mm. has been so transformed mm. by what you're doing. Mm. Thank you, Jenny. And our, our prayer is that salvation will come. Uh, as we thrust into these different ways into the community and uh, seize these uh, innovative opportunities God has given us, uh, that's, a, that's a remarkable thing, uh, to be salt in the earth and light in the darkness and, and to be uh, pursuing what God is giving us to do in, in many, many different ways. Now, I know... Uh, Hetty wanted to share something. Did you want to share something? Yeah, maybe another time. Yeah, but we want to hear it, but we can't hear it now because I've made a commitment in terms of time. But I know there's one thing we do have to do um, because it's been with us all the week. And so we'll just stand together and. I know the master of the wind. I know the maker of the waves He can calm a storm Make the sun shine again I know the master of the wind I know the master of the wind That's our decoration. We know the master of the wind and the maker of the rain. That's our decoration. 
Our God is an awesome, powerful God for whom nothing is impossible. For whom nothing is impossible. He's a safe place to hide. He lifts us unto a rock that is that much higher. He's a fortress. A place where we can have absolute confidence. Oh, hallelujah. Let's just, as we close, just lift up his name. The maker of the wind. The master of the waves. Oh, hallelujah. We affirm that you are the God of gods. You are the King of kings. You are almighty God. Lord of heaven and earth. We declare you are a safe place. You provide a fortress. The name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for these amazing interventions that we've heard. These testimonies of your grace, your provision, your great goodness. We affirm again, mighty God, mighty God, King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Let's fellowship together, coffee and then feel free to join in the picnic in the park.